Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and as always, we have Shyler from B1029, and we are recapping and discussing some of the big entertainment stories from the week of February 13th, 2023. And, you know, we, we hate to start these with some really sad news, but this one, I think, shocked a lot of people when, when this came out on Friday. Uh, Kelly Pickler's husband, Kyle Jacobs, uh, passed away from according to TMZ by suicide, he shot himself at their uh, Nashville home. That's according to the Nashville police department. Um, he was, uh, I think he was 49. Yes, he was 49. Uh, according to TMZ, police say that Kelly was asleep, but woke a short time uh, before the incident. Uh, she did not see Kyle. She began looking for him. Uh, when she and an assistant were able to open the upstairs bedroom door, they called 911. And uh, that's that's how they found him. So uh, Kelly and, and Kyle got married back in 2011. And I mean, the. Uh, the not she just the, hear the gunshot. Well, that's what I'm kind of kind of wondering is how how she didn't hear it. Um, Unless that's why she was looking for him. She heard a well, gunshot. And that so that like, could have been. On? Yeah. Um, a rep for the Nashville Police Department say that they got a call to Pickler's home Friday afternoon for an apparent suit suicide after a male shot himself. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, gosh, that is so terrible to hear that. So I, I know mm -hmm. not just the, the, the country, the country music scene, but I mean, just songwriters and, and the entertainment world in, in, in general is just like, wow. I mean, that's just, that's just so sad. So I'm, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on this one to kind of see, you know, kind of hopefully learn more about it. But, um, apparently, you know, Kyle must've been going through something here to, to to do that so the creatives um, it's it, creative people and i mean he was a songwriter it's like yeah. it's, we we often see this in i mean it happens all the time anywhere but particularly in the art and creative communities um that they 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 do seem to struggle even more so and and just for a baseline here if you or someone you know may be struggling with Thoughts like these, you can always call 1-800-273-TALK or 8255-ANYTIME, uh, day or night. Um, you can also call 988, and that is a suicide and crisis uh, lifeline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. If you know, especially yeah, if you know someone or even you yourself uh, are dealing with those kinds of issues, that's definitely some great, great uh, resources to use. All right, moving on. Um, Sophie Lloyd. If you don't know who Sophie Lloyd is, she is the uh, guitarist for the Machine Gun Kelly. Guitarist. <laughs> super hot guitarist for <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. Um, so last in the last week's episode, we talked about how Megan Fox had posted a kind of like a cryptic Instagram post using uh, lyrics from Beyonce's uh, 2016 song uh, "Pray You Can Catch Me." I, mm -hmm. I always feel like I'm going to mess that song title up. But anyway, <laughs> it's from her Lemonade album. And if you know anything about that album, basically the whole thing is about how Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. So after Megan posted that, of course, then people are like, uh-oh, you know, did, did Machine Gun Kelly do something he wasn't supposed to with somebody else? And someone had commented along the lines of, I think MGK got with Sophie talking about Sophie Lloyd. To which Megan replied, maybe I got with Sophie, kind of being sarcastic. And then she basically unfollowed everyone except for, I think it was Harry Styles, Timothy Chalamet, 
and Eminem, <laughs> who has beef with MGK. Those two have some beef going on. And then she just deleted her Instagram account altogether. Well, during this time, Sophie Lloyd's management came out with a statement to defend her, saying, quote, Sophie Lloyd is a professional, accomplished musician who has been needlessly dragged into the media based off of meritless accusations made by social media. Any suggestion that she has ever acted in an unprofessional manner or stepped out of her relationship are untrue. It's disrespectful to her as a female artist and poor journalism and social commentary to be reporting anything else. And so she, Lloyd has been in a relationship uh, for five years with a, another drummer, uh, uh, producer Christopher Painter. Even shared a, a Valentine's Day Instagram post of the two of them together. So, okay. Oh, okay, it's not Sophie. Yeah. So then... Just on Sunday, Megan Fox returns to Instagram and talks about the allegations, saying, quote, there has been no third-party interference in this relationship of any kind. That includes, but is not limited to, actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or succubus, succubus demons. <laughs> Good job. That is such a Megan Fox statement. <laughs> it is. It is very Megan Fox. She's so weird. I love so her. then she she ends the the post with quote, "Well, I do hate to rob you of running random baseless news stories that would have been much more accurately written by Chat GPT. You need to <laughs> let the story die and leave all these innocent people alone now." So yeah, I mean, so I'm assuming she's talking about Sophie. So mm -hmm. you know, we can say that okay, this MGK did not have something going on with Sophie on the side. That's completely false. But here's the thing is, I mean, so are they still together or are they actually over? And just Megan saying, look, there was no third party. There was no cheating. But I, I guess my, my other question is, and then why post that lyric? Yeah, you know what would be so much like more simple? And if she really didn't want these rumors and the rumor mill to churn the way it did, why wouldn't you had just said he cheated on me or he 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 messed around or, you know, he he did something that pissed me off and we're no longer together. Like, why wouldn't you just say, like, in black and white, point, fact, period. Like, why, why the cryptic, weird stuff? It's because they, like, they do these things just like they've done their entire relationship to stay relevant in the media and they want to be talked about. That is the point, in my, my opinion. opinion. I mean, I, we we've known, I mean... The, the the thing is, like Megan Fox, I'm pretty sure if is is a bisexual woman, or the at the very least like pansexual. Like I, 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 she's never been like too shy about voicing her attraction to other females. So to to imply that like he's messing around or running around or whatever, and like she even said maybe I got with Sophie. Like, right. like that's also a possibility kind of thing. Like, why? Why not just be honest? Like you have looped us into your relationship against our will, by the way. <laughs> we have not wanted anything to do with this relationship since it began. And yet we have been force fed week after week after week of just the weirdest partnership rituals. In the, in, it's, it's just been so, it, it's, it has surpassed Will and Jada to me. 
Like, I don't, I don't care about Will and Jada's relationship, but I was like, well, I know everything about it now. And the same thing with these guys. I don't care yeah. about your relationship, but now that you've looped us in the way that you have, you got to let us know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Just, I need closure too. If you guys <laughs> broke up, you broke up with me too. And I need closure. <laughs> do we need to, do we need to know if we need to get uh, Megan someone else? Do we need to know if MGK is on the market? Don't know. Pete Davidson, they're they're trying to keep exactly. it quiet. Pete yes. Davidson is gonna be like please. Pete Davidson, rise. don't do it. He's don't gonna rise be, up out of his coffin and be like, break, You rang. Break, break the cycle of being of being Hollywood's fallback. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Since since I brought up Pete Davidson, I apologize for this, but did you see that um Emily uh Radikowski, apparently her and Eric Andre have yes, and split I'm up. Sorry, and Oh, they they split up already? <laughs> it was so quick. She posted a TikTok that said, what do you do when your situationship ends? Start another one. Oh, <laughs> I was like, dang, Eric Gosh. Andre. We, we've been sleeping on Eric Andre because Pete Davidson, we can talk about how he's been able to pull a lot of really beautiful women because he's just a goofball and he's funny and he's just a nice guy. Eric Andre as well. Yeah. I mean, and, and if you didn't see the post on Valentine's Day, and maybe oh. you shouldn't, but basically it's Eric Andre on a couch covering, like an emoji covering his man bits. Oh, he um, naked. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> posing on a couch. In the background, you can see a somewhat nude uh, Emily Ratajkowski taking the photo. And oh, yes. Eric Andre's, you know, you know, like, happy Valentine's Day. So... Everyone's like, oh, they went Instagram official. Then you just broke the news to me that already that's over. So, look, I I think Emily just doesn't know what she wants. I really don't. I I, I mean, she's just gotten out of, you know, before, who it, her, she was divorced and then she went with Pete for a hot minute. And then she's with Eric Andre for it seems like a hot second. And now she's like, eh. So I, maybe she's just playing the field. I don't know. I mean, I kinda, that's what you should do. But th that's the problem. It's like when you are going, that's the problem, I think, with social media in this day and age. Like you can't even like heal and recover from a relationship however you want to, especially when you are like an A-list celebrity like this, because it's like, first of all, you documented it. You know what I mean? Like if I'm, right. if I'm going through a, a breakup or I'm, you know, figuring things out for myself and I'm doing a little exploring, I'm not going to post pictures no. of myself naked with multiple people no, exactly. <laughs> in the months to follow. You know what? If you want to have a little hot thing with Eric Andre, Pete Davis, whoever, you go ahead and have the hot thing, but you don't need to spread it out on social. Yeah, well, me. yeah. I, I agree. I just think, I don't know. I mean, I'm all for empowerment. Like, you do you, do you girl. Like, you you brag about that bag, like whatever you got to do. But to me, like when th this is a very vulnerable moment in your life, when you're yeah. recovering and, and healing from a relationship, a marriage, whatever. So it just kind of sucks that we're in this day and age where we have to document everything we're doing while we're doing it. And then we look back on it and we're like, oh, this is not yeah. like this because you're going to you're going to come out of that funk after a while and be like, oh, maybe I didn't need to tell everybody I was sleeping with these various no, different people in this very vulnerable, sensitive time in my life. Yes, exactly. 
Uh, speaking it, it, it kind of takes away like the magic, the will they, won't they too. So it's like, exactly. I mean, yeah, because, she's been out. She's been spotted with these people. Are they together? Are they not? Like then, then it's like, it, nobody, nobody needs to know. Yeah, we don't. The mystery's there. Let, let, let it be a mystery and, and just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of cringy posts, um, Olivia Wilde, uh, she shared this post that has gotten a lot of, uh, <laughs> oh, God. A lot of negative. And, you know, I, I, I kind of see where she was going with it. Um, but I think she just didn't think about how she worded it. So she posted on her Instagram stories. It's a video of ASAP Rocky at the Super Bowl videoing Rihanna's performance. Like, oh, okay, you know, that's mm -hmm. cool. So then she captures, she writes a post, or the, the, the text above it that says, quote, if I thought he was hot before, this really put me over the edge. Ew, so, no. Yeah, and I mean, like, wait, whoa, whoa, time out. Last I checked, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna not only have been together for a couple years, have a child, but have a second one on the way. So obviously people on social media were quick to be to judge Olivia and kind of rightfully so like, hey, this is inappropriate. So she took it down. And she addressed to her followers that, quote, who got it twisted, writing, quote, it's hot to respect your partner, especially when your partner just did that. That's not your partner. Last I checked. Did I miss something? Is is Olivia Wilde and ASAP Rocky partners? Did I miss something? Is there some sort of like thruple thing going on between Olivia Wilde, ASAP Rocky, and Rihanna that we don't know about? Olivia Wilde is trying so hard to maintain relevance. She gives me, I mean, her existence at this point is just cringe to me. She has fought so hard to stay in this weird, like, vivacious like she wants to be seen as like a 20 something year old person i think i think yeah. she's she's fighting so hard to be this like hot young thing and and i understand like post divorce like things are weird but she's fighting so it's it it really it makes me uncomfortable like it's it's cringe on a whole new level like being with harry styles that was so cringe to me like it was it, it just didn't make sense. None of it made sense. Her right. it, it was a, trying it was a to beat. Yes, and her trying to like, cr like create this beef, but like not really this beef with Florence Pugh. Because I really do think she was trying to create drama with Florence Pugh, and Florence wasn't having it. Yeah. And I really do. I really do think she's been trying to do these like little little things, these little quips to be like this it girl, and it's. It's just so weird. It's so weird. And she's so lucky that Rihanna's pregnant because I don't, I, yeah. Rihanna got that dog in her. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't come for her man. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? I, I'll fight, I'll fight Olivia Wilde for Rihanna because I don't think that this is appropriate behavior not for another woman and for another woman outside of this age bracket. You need to stay in your lane you need to stay with your part, like bit this weird. 
Oh, it's so weird. It's so weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just so uncomfortable by it. I mean, look, if she was trying to say that what he did in what I think she was trying to say was it was hot that Rihanna's partner was doing that, which look, you know what? <laughs> but yeah, but you don't go and say if that, if you don't, you don't put it in the first person and claiming like that is your partner. Like no, what if you, if say, you are trying to say that you say that is so hot. Rihanna should be so lucky or, or, you know, Rihanna has got to feel like, whoa, that is so hot. My, my partner did that for me. Yeah. Speaking in oh. Rihanna's voice, not speaking in your voice. Yeah, exactly. You need to say like, if you're not coming at me with the energy, the ASAP Rocky is coming at Rihanna and, perf and, and showing how much he loves her and, and, and supporting her and being her cheerleader on the side of the stage. If you're not coming at me with that energy, I don't want it. That is the most attractive thing that you can do is support me. Like, you know what I mean? That, 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 there's a way to phrase it. She phrased it in such a weird way. Yes, it was. Yeah, but I think it's done on purpose. It's, I think it's because she she wants us to talk about her like this. She wants to stay in this weird pattern of of media. Because because I mean, think about it. Apart from "Don't Worry, Darling" and this, like her being the director, we have not spoken about her without the word drama involved. I think right. I think that we had said like, oh yeah, she's going to be the director for this new movie. It's going to be her directorial debut. It's going to be amazing. And then ever since then, it was just weirdness, drama, cringe. <laughs> like, this has become her mo now. Yeah, I hate I it. Know. I'm so I over. <laughs> well, let's let's move on from Olivia Wilde and and let's let's talk about something here that I I think for a lot of celebrity relationships, this I think is kind of the the main issue that or at least one of the main issues that I think a lot of celebrity couples either fail or really excel at. I mean, there, there is no middle ground. Orlando Bloom did an interview with flaunt and he's talking about his relationship with Katy Perry. Now they've been together for a little while. They, they were engaged in 2019. And so, and you know, they have a child together. And so he says, quote, we're in two different or we're in two very different pools. Her pool is not a pool that I necessarily understand. And I think my pool is not a pool that she necessarily understands. Some things are really, really, really challenging. I won't lie. But then he goes on to say, quote, we definitely battle with our emotions and creativity, but I think we're both aware of how blessed we are to have uniquely connected in the way that we did at the time that we did. And there's definitely never a dull moment. And I really think that's true of a lot of celebrity couples because, you know, we we talk about, for example, like Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, two different pools. And when we see these celebrity couples, and, and, and Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, totally two different pools. Yeah. And when you get two of those people together, you know, you got Pete Davidson's pool over here that Kim might ne not necessarily understand. And, and same way with Pete and Kim's pool. And, when they don't mesh like that, it, it really doesn't, it, it, it puts a big strain on the relationship. And that's what Orlando Bloom is saying is that, yeah, it, it can be really challenging at times because you got Katie on American Idol and her career 
and, you know, doing tours and whatnot. And then you got Orlando Bloom on the acting side. You know, he's got his his thing going on. Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. I forget the name of the show he's on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's two different pools. So, obviously, he's, you know, shooting. And so they're, you know, apart at times. And so, yeah, I can see why that can be stressful and that can put a lot of strain on, on our celebrity relationship and um, how I think a lot of celebrity relationships don't last is because of the, you know, the quote unquote pools that they belong to that just don't mesh. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's like I said before, like stay in your lane kind of thing. It's like being able to relate is a huge piece of a relationship. You know, if you don't have things in common and you're not able to relate to the other and put yourself in their shoes, I mean, when it comes to arguments mm -hmm. and stuff, you're co coming from completely different, like, spaces. Yeah. So to be able to meet in the middle is a very important piece of a relationship. And I'm right. glad because I really do like them together. Yeah, I mean, they, they do seem to, you know, work well together. Um, and you don't hear, like, drama. No, you don't. I mean, and I mean, they're you very low-key. They are very low-key, yeah. And which, you know, I think Kitty, I mean, prior to Orlando Bloom, I mean, she was, I mean, she wasn't always out there, but I think she's kind of, like, settled in since being a mom. Yes. <laughs> and kind of, you know, engaged and having this relationship with, with Orlando Bloom, kind of like, you know what, I've, I've settled in. I've done what I needed to do. I think I'm good now. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of, like, was her wild and crazy self to get to where she is now and where she wanted to be. And right. it's like, you know, once you get there, you're like, okay, well, now I can coast a little bit and focus on what I want to do and who I want to become rather than establishing myself in the public eye kind of thing. She worked, I mean, I, she's always been kind of cringe to me too. Like she's just, she's never really been quite an artist that I resonate with, I guess. Mm -hmm. But there's no denying that there's talent there and that she, like she, she found a brand that worked for her and n absolutely nailed it. I mean, Orlando Bloom's still Orlando Bloom. Like, he's always going to be, like, that dude. So yeah. th I think their partnership really does make sense. And it well, complements each of them. Right. And if you remember back, you know, they, they got together, and then about a year later, a year later, they split. Then got back together again the following year, and then got engaged the following year. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, yeah, they they had their ups and downs, and obviously they had to kind of take a break from one another apparently for a year, but then realize that the, the chemistry was still there. You know, their relationship was still strong with the both of them. So they, I mean, they, they make it work despite yeah. on the different pools that they belong to. They, they find a way to make it work, but I, but I don't think that's true of every celebrity couple. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. All right. Finishing up with our was story. Um, so pink, uh, apparently took some heat last week. So, uh, there's a TikTok video that was posted of her and she was, uh, asked by Buzzfeed UK to rank her music videos. 
So it seems like Lady Marmalade, if you remember that one from 2001, it, it was for the uh, 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 Moulin Rouge film. It was yeah, uh, yeah. pink with Christina Aguilera, Maya, Lil' Kim. Also, uh, Missy Elliott makes an appearance in that that song, too. Apparently, she didn't seem to really care for that. I don't know if she didn't care for the song or the video, but she says in the interview, quote, well, there's Lady Marmalade. I'm going to put that down here at 12. It wasn't very Yikes. fun to make. I'm all about fun, and it was like a lot of fuss. And there were some personalities. Kim and Maya were nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then people are like, oh, I bet she's talking about Christina. Because, you know, Christina has kind of that reputation of being a little bit of a drama queen. And oh, like a prima donna as well. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. let's let's be real. Pink, this is not the first time Pink has said that she is not like gotten along with Christina all the time. Yes. Like this has been yeah, this is this has kind of been the story. We've known that there's it's not necessarily like bad blood, but some people's personalities just don't mesh very well. And right. I, I I don't think I mean Christina Aguilera has seemed to have had beef with every like major pop star. Yeah. Since since her introduction, it's like th there were things with Britney. There's still things with Britney. Mariah. Oh, yeah. It's like there's always been some kind. Something. I think I think Christina Aguilera does have a big head. I mean, she is incredibly talented, but like well, for sure, a lot of people are, you know, it's like and I think that yeah. she's always she's always maybe thought of herself a little too much. Right. So after people, of course, making the assumptions and such on social. That's when Pink oh, replied to tweets writing, quote, y'all are nuts. Xtina had blank to do with who was on that song. If you don't know by now, I'm not shading someone by telling it over and over and over what actually happened. I'm 0% interested in your blanking drama. If you haven't noticed, I'm a little busy selling. And by selling, I mean tickets and albums and bake sales and blank. Also, <laughs> I kissed Xtina's mouth. I don't need to kiss her blank. Oh, yeah, I'll that's true. Else, I'll let everyone else fill in the blanks. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, look, whether she had beef or not, or there were some personalities that didn't mix, which she was alluding to, she's not going to go and feed the the fuel and the fire and, and you know, get in on this. That That's not Pink. Pink is not yeah. one to sit there all day and fuel the fire with the drama and the accusations or alleged personalities, whatever went, went on. So, yeah, I mean, look, if, if there was something with personalities and, and with Christina, fine, but she's not going to sit there and say all day long that, you know, Christina was the reason why allegedly this was not fun and, you know, drama queen, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, Pink is like, look, yeah, I, I, I kissed her mouth. I'm not gonna kiss her. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel I that's know, very I, a very pink thing to say. It very much is. Like, like I, I don't know. I, 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 I do not find it hard to believe at all that Christina Aguilera might be difficult to work alongside. <laughs> this oh, does not surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, and pink. I feel like. I feel like pink might even be difficult to work with as well 
not in terms of her being like haughty or arrogant, but because she's just that like well-versed. Like she's so talented. She's so talented. She can do anything and everything. She can dance. She does her little acrobatic thing. She's an in- incredible vocalist. It's like, I feel yeah. like there's I, so I, many I, ways for her to shine that it would be very easy to feel like lost next to her. I could see her being a bit of a perfectionist. Um, exactly. I mean, she she did an interview and talked about her workout routine where she talks about she exercises three times a day while on tour. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I'd be lucky to exercise three times a month. Yeah, no kidding. You know? <laughs> no kidding. But, I mean, to do all the things that she does, I mean, like you talk about the acrobats. I mean, you you got to be a pretty strong person to be able to pull all that off. And not and to mention sing. multiple times yeah, and sing and do it multiple times a week. Yeah. I mean, you you can't look someone like me and be able to pull that off. <laughs> I mean, I barely get myself wrapped around the, the ribbon thing. Never have like some sort of like, I don't know, inflatable mattress or one of those like big, like landing inflatable landing things for me to fall on. Cause I'm going to fall. Oh I'm yeah. Not, I have enough. That's dip- strong. I have enough difficulty getting out of bed in the morning most days. <laughs> we just, yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> you know what? That's the workout for the day. <laughs> I have a bad back. You know what? This is 30. And then pink is just killing the game at what? 40. She, yeah, she's a stunner and she's so oh, stupidly yeah. talented. And it's just, who cares? It it was over 20 years ago. <laughs> yes. I mean, and let, leave it be. Yeah. Is it a great song. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of remember the music video, but the song is cool. Oh, how do you not? Oh, my God. Yes. The music video was everything. Everything. And this is my karaoke song. When I go to karaoke and I'm really trying to turn things up a notch, Lady Marmalade. I find some other girl who wants to sing it with me, and that's what we do. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do the rap part, but you can. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to do Missy or Maya's part? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast as we discuss and dissect and recap some of the big entertainment stories from the week. You can catch up with some of the latest Hollywood gossip from our previous episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. And make sure you subscribe, too, because we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029, and we'll talk to you again next week.